0: Sunday School Dropouts, the podcast where an ex Christian and a non believing sort of Jew read all the way through the Bible for the first time. My name is Nico Bakulich.
1: And I'm Lauren O'Neill.
0: And let's get biblical. Let's
1: get biblical.
0: But before we do, we have a couple things to uh, advise you about. Mm. First of all, this is not a Christian Bible study podcast, and I'm the non believing sort of Jew.
1: This podcast is not appropriate for children, and I'm the ex Christian.
0: Also,
1: oh, we're married. We haven't said that in a while. If somebody tuned in and they're like, well, how do these people know each other? The answer is holy matrimony.
0: Mm, that's the only reason we know each other. Yeah. Otherwise... We met each other
1: on our wedding day, <laughs> which was also our 10th anniversary. So that was a little confusing uh, reality wise.
0: Confusing, but it went great, I thought.
1: Yeah, I agree. Flawless.
0: Um, normally, I read the NRSV or New Revised Standard Version of the Bible.
1: And I read the NIV uh, or New International Version. And that's also what we read this week. So I don't know why you said normally.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just trying to let people know what to expect. Okay. I'm, can... making, I'm making an investment in their knowledge. Okay. Okay. Because this is a long-term relationship. That's
1: kind of you. I'm sure they appreciate that.
0: They should. <laughs> I mean, unless they're...
1: Unless they're fucking savages.
0: Real pieces of shit shit listening Sorry.
1: to our podcast like
0: that got way out of hand and i apologize
1: okay do we need to tell them anything else
0: no but today we're talking about a tiny bible boy um whose name is philemon yes based on my
1: research uh philemon mm-hmm.
0: uh
1: i think it's actually pronounced philemon really um i think that's like the correct greek pronunciation mm. uh, but i always heard it philemon growing up okay um and obviously philemon is better because it sounds like a pokemon or a digimon
0: it does sound both like a pokemon or a digimon i mean can you name any digimans
1: so okay here's the thing is that the Digimons, their names all ended in mon mm-hmm. but the Pokemons didn't mm. so it's more like a Digimon. it's like philemon Phile- philical monsters <laughs> philemon is a christian <laughs> I love that. (laughs) I'm glad you you like that because no one else will. No, no, it's
0: going on the all-time highlights reel.
1: All right, great. Um, (laughs) Fast facts are very fast because this boy is tiny.
0: So take your time. Hey, everybody, this is just a message. Take your time. No need to rush through life (laughs) like Paul rushed through this letter.
1: Enjoy the journey. Like Paul enjoyed his journey throughout the entire Roman Empire, founding churches. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is another letter written by the Apostle Paul. It is... Not classified as a Pauline epistle, quote unquote, because it's not addressed to like a whole church. Mm. Uh, And it's not a pastoral letter because it's not addressed to a church leader. It is classified as a prison letter Mm -hmm. because Paul wrote it in prison. And it's mainly addressed to just an individual dude that he knows named Philemon or Philemon or Mm -hmm. (laughs) some other strange name.
0: We'll call him Philemon.
1: Okay, we'll call him Philemon.
0: I looked up Philemon. Um, because I knew he's a saint.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, he is? He's a saint. Saint Philemon.
0: And I was trying to find what he was the patron saint of, but even the venerable website Catholic Online could not tell me what Philemon was the patron saint of.
1: horse, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something along those lines. Catholic Online did have very large obnoxious pop-ups to tell me it's time to start buying Christian, uh, <laughs> Christmas stuff. Oh, nice. Christian Christmas stuff, yeah, of course.
1: of course. <laughs> not just miss. It's a
0: stockpile for the war against Christmas or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, It's real, folks. I was like, Try to push some. I'm here looking for Philemon <laughs> merchandise and you can't sell me I'm anything. I'm here looking
1: for deep Bible knowledge and you're trying to give me Christmas trees. Let's start at chapter one, the only chapter. Okay. It's, uh, it's of a Philemon. grand
0: place to start.
1: Uh, let's begin, in fact, at the beginning, at the salutation. Where Paul is like, hey, this letter is from me, Paul. I'm in prison and loving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling everybody about Jesus and they're into it.
0: Honestly, this place is full of potential Christians.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, He also says it's from Timothy. um, As we've seen in some other epistles, it's it's never really clear if Timothy or whoever else he names is like a co-author or acting as a scribe or maybe he's just like watching TV in the next room. And Paul's like, yeah, Timothy's here. Like, we're chilling. <laughs> um, it is addressed primarily to Philemon, but also to Afia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Mm. So I guess Philemon was like, he hosts the church in whatever city he's in, uh, which I didn't look up. Good job, me. Um, and Paul's like, okay. So every day, I thank God for the love that we share as brothers in Christ. However, there is a problem. Mm-hmm. And that problem is my small scripture son, <laughs> Onesimus. Yeah. Not but- to be confused with Onesiphorus, who was a colleague of Paul's in some uh, apocryphal books that we read.
0: Definitely what I was getting confused about. This is a different different guy.
1: Different guy, Onesimus. And in fact, the footnotes in the NIV say that Onesimus translates to useful Oh, it's an interesting translation. It's interesting as we're gonna get into in a second. So the thing is that Paul's new son, useful, Onesimus.
0: I really like the way it's described in the text where he says he was not my son when I entered into prison. Yeah, he became my son when when I was in chains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His literal Bible son.
1: Yeah. And this new son happens to be a slave who ran away from his quote unquote owner. Philemon.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think it's quote-unquote if he well, was quote a Well, it's quote-unquote
1: in that, like, fucking a human can't own another human. That's, like, not real. You know what I mean? True. Um, but
0: then you should quote-unquote slave as well. Or I mean, can, you be a, can you be a slave without an owner?
1: I mean, look. All I'm saying is that the concept is... I, I don't feel comfortable calling a human another... an owner of another human.
0: I'm just saying, be consistent. Or Paul you says. are fired.
1: Paul says... Hey, I'm going to send this guy back to you so he could be a part of your church as an equal and help spread the gospel and not be a slave <laughs> and just be part of the church. Now, I wanted to keep him here with me because I love him so much, mm-hmm. but, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was forcing you into anything or like demanding that you like um, give up your slaves or whatever. It's your choice what to do and no pressure, but you better fucking not enslave my son again.
0: Right. Also to be, and so when I was reading this and I knew we were going to talk about it, the issues of authorship, because mm-hmm. we always do when we talk about these Pauline letters. Oh yeah.
1: This is a real one.
0: I knew it was a real one too when we got to about three quarters of the way through the thing and he was like, oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned yet Um, that you owe me your eternal soul and your entire family does as well. And I won't mention that.
1: Yes. Uh, If you respect me, uh, the dude who brought you Christianity and saved your soul, um, who's currently like in jail suffering, uh, then I think that you'll definitely welcome Onesimus back to the church and uh, as a free man.
0: The way he says it is specifically, I haven't mentioned yet that I saved your soul. (laughs) Just saying. I'm just saying that I haven't mentioned that.
1: Um, and then he's like, maybe that was God's plan all along, you know, to give you this slave who would run away so that you could have him back as a brother in Christ, which is way better than having a slave because we all love Jesus, don't we? Mm-hmm. Don't we? Mm-hmm. Don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really like this. He says, if Onesimus has wronged you, um, I'll pay back any debt he owes you. And then in the next sentence, he's like, also, could you send me some money? Because <laughs> like. He has no money to pay back any debt. He's just so confident. You know, he's just like, no, I know you're going to do the right thing. I'll offer to pay because I know that you won't ask me to pay. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. I really like that Paul is using his like passive aggression and like manipulation tactics for good Mm -hmm. this time. And that this is like an authentic. Well,
0: some some people would say spreading the early church was a good.
1: Well, some people might. Yeah, sure. I'll grant them that they have that opinion. Mm hmm. And that, Do that grant opinion them that they exists. have that opinion.
0: How charitable of you! <laughs> Thank you. Much like an early Christian.
1: I'm nothing if not magnanimous, but I I just really like that instead of being like, "Hey, um, you know that I was like there and I worked for a living, so uh, I don't know, maybe you could send me some money." I'm just saying, you mm. know, like this time he's like, and I know you're not going to keep this Christian as a slave, right? Hint, hint. But there's been other stuff in. But it's your choice. It's your choice. But like, uh, I'm I'm just going to point out that you know we're all believers in Jesus, and we're all saved through his sacrifice. So like,
0: but there's been other stuff in in some of these letters that was explicitly about how slavery can be okay as long as everybody's Christian and treats them treats each other okay.
1: Right. So that's the thing. Right. That's what's interesting about this. Oh, we should finish the book. Uh, He signs off. You know, and he's like, "Hey, uh, all of us here in jail, say hey." Uh, me and Epaphras were chilling in the cell together.
0: Uh, and he talks about his other coworkers? Question mark.
1: Yeah, and like he's like, oh yeah, Mark and Luke also say hi. Like, no, no bigs. They're just writing the Gospels or whatever. See you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, but to get back to slavery, because uh, we're two white Americans, and definitely everyone needs to know. I don't see anything problematic. Our about that. views on slavery. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. There are way more pro-slavery verses in the New Testament than I realized going into this (laughs) Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, I knew that there was a lot about slavery in the Old Testament and that it was like, you know, not not considered evil in and of itself. Right. Um, And there were like rules around it. I just did not expect that that would be in the New Testament after Jesus. Um, But so it's interesting that this, which is definitely authentic. Which we're not sure about some of the other pro-slavery passages, Mm -hmm. if they were actually written by Paul or not. Um, This one's definitely authentic and it's not explicitly against slavery, but I think it's implicitly against slavery.
0: It is interesting that this letter, and, and I'm not sure if they just like actually put in every single authentic letter of Paul's that they could find into the text and found a place for it.
1: Uh, yeah I mean pretty much, yes,
0: if they did pretty much then that then that makes sense. I was just thinking that this letter is of very little consequence. I mean, it doesn't have enough material in it really to be its own thing, but it is an example of of the kind of story that they're trying to tell at the time, right? What do you mean that e- even the slave in prison you know can can find Christ and be converted and can spread the word of God and Mm -hmm. be a good, be a good person Um, that it's a religion for everybody. Yeah. That like Paul's been to jail. He's met people in very dire circumstances and they can be agents of something bigger and something moral and Mm -hmm. good in the world. And that even if you, you can even be sent back to your master that you ran away from. And if you accept Christ and work on Christ's behalf that you can,
1: that that's that's over, the old way is over right
0: that you can still like that there's a place in the world for you to spread spread Christ even yeah. even a master and a slave side by side can yeah
1: do it. um I also think that it's like I feel like this is actually kind of characteristic of Paul who says like in Christ there's neither man nor woman Greek nor Jew or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's a feminist or like he's um like uh representing Oppressed people, or like, like
0: or particularly egalitarian, or anything right. like that. He's just
1: like, well, um, the day of the Lord is going to arrive soon. Yeah, it's more and,
0: more numbers for the right side of the of the yeah, and it's just like
1: none of this earthly stuff matters. So it's not like we need to rectify it. It's just that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it's also not like you can keep like slaving. <laughs> you know, that's that's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you enslave? someone else who's a brother in christ or whatever yeah
0: instead of slaven how about you start slaven over a hot church uh-huh mm-hmm.
1: yep and flip that pancake for the pancake breakfast at saint alphonse's and pancake flip. breakfast <laughs> that's right Is this a zappos <laughs> reference that was, zappos. that was a zappos reference yes frank Free zappos returns <laughs> if, if you know
0: that yeah one of his last acts on this earth was starting a the internet based shoe company.
1: Um actually can I can we zip into the etymology corner for one <laughs> yeah, second? I would love
0: to. Anything to get me away from that horrible. Because thing.
1: I just learned about okay, zappos. Uh-huh. Like, first of all, like do you know why it's called zappos?
0: Um it's everything from Z to A, PPO. It's like
1: zapatos, right? Oh, okay. In Spanish, mm-hmm. which means shoe. And if you go back, it's the same root word as sabotage. Sabotage, sabot was a wooden clog, and the the image of sabotage is like you're you're ruining something by stepping on it with a wooden clog. Really? Yes. So, purely by coincidence, sabotage and Zapatistas share a root word. Wow! And also with Zappos, the internet shoe website slash musical pioneer.
0: Hmm. Frank Zappos. That's not funny. <laughs> and it's the last time anybody should ever think about it.
1: <laughs> um well, uh that's all of Philemon. What else do you have to say about Philemon? Well I could bust out some footnotes. Yeah, let's 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 note foots.
0: Speaking of zappos.
1: Okay, I'm I'm picking up a Bible out of a literal stack of Bibles. Like when people say I swear on a stack of Bibles, mm-hmm. that's what I have in front of me. Um, In my NIV study Bible, um, (laughs) there's uh, a footnote on the phrase, one thing more, which Paul says, like, when he's done talking about slavery, he goes, one thing more, uh, prepare a guest room for me because I'm going to come visit you soon, Mm -hmm. like when I get out of prison. And um, my Bible helpfully notes, uh, it was not unusual for an ancient letter, though occasioned by one matter, to also include another matter. Often, as here, the second matter had to do with how and when the author planned to meet the recipient again.
0: Is this a study Bible for literal aliens <laughs> that <laughs> Apparently, have never met like, a human wh- being? <laughs> we
1: needed, we needed an explanation as to why a letter might include more than one uh, topic. Um, now I'm going to pick up my second Bible in the stack. Okay, uh, it's the Faith Girls Bible. We mm. it's been a while. Since we uh, refer to the Faith Girls Bible, but so you still
0: have been paying your Faith Girls dues my membership dues. Right? Yes, of I course. I mean, like you haven't let it lapse, even though we haven't talked about the Bible. In
1: yeah, a no, it's like 150 a month. It's like very steep, that is but it's fucking worth it. Steep. Um, for anybody who, could you
0: get for that like a sticker on your car? And <laughs> yeah. Invite invite to the fundraiser gala I got, every. I year? get a
1: tote bag every week.
0: Can we going to the Easter egg roll?
1: Um. For people who may not remember the Faith Girls with a Z Bible, it is an actual Bible (laughs) (laughs) that somebody thought was a good idea. Um, All the text is in purple and then all the like, uh, like supplementary text is in pink. And um, it doesn't have as many call outs as the awesome rad boys Bible. Mm -hmm. More on that later. It does have a call out for Philemon, um, which is titled, oh, I get it. That's like a running, a running thing.
0: Because girls are dumb.
1: Yeah. So just every so often it'll be like, oh, I get it, and then it'll explain something. Math and it's, is hard. It's all in pink and purple, and it's illustrated with flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is, uh, so what's with this philemon guy? And here's Great question. here's their um here's their uh he's the patron, gloss he's the, the patron saint of
0: pop up ads, as we discussed. <laughs>
1: Philemon was a Christian slave owner, which was legal in those days. One of his slaves, Onesimus, stole from him and ran away. Under Roman law, he could have been put to death for that. But Onesimus met Paul and became a Christian. He wanted to return to his master and make things right. But naturally, he was afraid of what Philemon might do to him. In this letter, Paul asked Philemon to please take Onesimus back. Read on to see what happened. Now, I have some issues with the way this is framed. Okay. Um. I would not want to educate a young girl that when a slave runs away, that he needs to return to his quote-unquote master and quote-unquote make things right. Because I would say the master, quote-unquote, needs to make things right with the slave for owning him, even though he's another human being. Mm. Um, I also take issue with the characterization that Paul asked Philemon to please take Onesimus back because... That's not exactly what he's asking. He's like saying.
0: You're absolutely right. He's, he's saying, saying, he's like, saying he's yeah, saying, you
1: fucking better take him back as not a slave. Right. Like he's, You better not take him back. It's
0: like I'm sending you my son, yeah. Onesimus, to help you spread the word of Christ.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah. And he's I think when he said um, I will pay you if. If he owes anything, he's saying, I'll pay you the fucking blood price for your lost property. Right. In quotation marks. Um, which he's saying, like, I'm breaking the rules. He's not a slave anymore. Because he works for Christ now. Yeah. And so Christ owns him, right? Yeah. I can I can almost kind of see what the book, what that call out is trying to do, which is, like, set up a good guy, bad guy kind of thing.
1: W- but, like, with the slave as the bad guy?
0: Because he broke the law, I guess. What the fuck? That, like, the law, even the even the historical law is, is, is good.
1: I guess I'm just, like, two years ago, mm-hmm. I would have read this and been, like, kind of shocked. And been, like, wow, like. In America, we figured out that slavery is wrong and that's what we all believe now. And now in the current political climate I'm like, "Oh, this was this was here in this in this pink flowery Bible this whole time." And that's why we're here.
0: It is funny that it's that it has to explicitly say it was legal at the time to own for, for like a Christian to own slaves. Yeah. And it's like, "Well, I mean, it was legal in America." In like, the scale of biblical terms, <laughs> not that long ago.
1: Yeah, just a couple kings ago. Yeah, <laughs> in biblical terms. Yeah. Well, um, I'm really glad that we, as white people, could educate everybody else about slavery. Agreed. Um, since we are the ultimate authorities on it, obviously. Um, should we take a break and like luxuriate in our wisdom and wokeness?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Join me in the luxury rating room.
1: (laughs) I will. I shall.
0: You can sit on Wisdom and I'll sit on Wokeness. Those are the name of our two matching armchairs.
1: And boy, they're beautiful.
0: Boy, they are. (laughs) See you in a second, buddy.
1: Sunday school dropouts. I'm Lauren. And I'm Nico. And we are discussing Paul's epistle to Philemon. I AKA, thought you said it,
0: it wasn't categorized as an epistle. It's well, just a letter, right? It's, it's
1: an epistle. I mean mm, like it's not
0: one of the epistles.
1: It's just not a Pauline epistle, quote unquote. I mean like it kinda is like it's just like the they're like, no, organized. No no, no, no,
0: I'm bored of this. Okay. So one thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. You mentioned the girls' fun um bright pink. Uh, Faith
1: girls with a Z.
0: Fun for girls Bible. Yeah. Right.
1: Teach them about slavery. Yeah. Pro slavery. It's, it's like okay. It's like
0: pro slavery for kids. Yeah. That reminded me, because um, this is such a well, it didn't remind me, but this is it's a great segue.
1: <laughs> Good job. This is going great. <laughs> what could want, not sound and, more natural?
0: And by segue, of course, I mean something that might help me transition <laughs> neatly from one topic to another. <laughs>
1: So, as we've done so so neatly right now mm-hmm.
0: the uh book in question
1: yes philemon
0: philemon yeah Fileman. Man. is so short i decided to just read it in its entirety in several different translations
1: um okay um and you're not gonna read those right now are you
0: no okay i have respect for you and our listeners. okay
1: great Although people do think that that's what our podcast is.
0: <laughs> Sometimes just us reading the Bible. Yeah,
1: when we say we host a, po- a podcast, a <laughs> Bible true. podcast, like about...
0: It's like we say we read a book of the Bible every week.
1: Yeah, and about 25% of people think that means that we just read it out loud. And
0: they're like, do you ever just like...
1: Do like you so talk about the, it or, do you or just like read it? talk about it afterward? <laughs> we're like, we're uh, like,
0: no, we're not monsters.
1: If you looked at the Bible, if we just read it out loud, it would take like a zillion hours. Anyway, why don't you tell me a little about... These other translations. You
0: got it, everybody. We're gonna read some Bible. Which
1: translations did you read?
0: Um, Just a couple of the ones that fall more on the dynamic part of the scale. Okay, dynamic meaning. Are are you uh, aware of meaning terrible? Are you aware of the scale between dynamic and formal equivalence?
1: Uh, Not as such.
0: It's apparently a key uh, distinction. Distinction in translation. Of, of the Bible? Of everything, actually. Of everything, okay. Mm-hmm. Like when you do a translation, there's a scale between dynamism and...
1: When you're, you're latent.
0: Excuse me? When you're <laughs>
1: Yes. A.K.A. translatent. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you got hands on the late and yeah. you're just riding that thing as hard <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> um. So a dynamic translation, I guess, is trying to capture more of the of the feeling of it,
1: uh-huh. while a formal... As opposed to, like, getting every word exactly yeah, correct. which okay. is more, more I formal. guess,
0: what's considered formal equivalence. Got it. Anyways, what that means in, in real life is the dynamic translations are much more likely to be bad, mm. I'd say. Mm. Or not bad, but just, like...
1: Do you have some G&T for us?
0: I got a, I got a couple for you. Okay. So for...
1: First of all, we're drinking vodka sodas, so mm-hmm. it's inappropriate to bring G&T onto our podcast right now.
0: Okay. Yeah, well... Could have told me that earlier, but uh. <laughs> so I want to talk about one that I think we may have mentioned on the show very early on called The Message. You ever heard of The Message?
1: Yes, it's very bad, it's even worse than the GT.
0: I'd say, I'd say so. Um, uh, I got some interesting info for you about The Message, okay? So, The Message is very contemporary, yes, like the guy started it's in it's
1: not acceptable, yeah, in
0: like 92, yeah, and finished it in 2003, yeah, and he started with the New Testament and then. Did Hebrew wisdom and then did like the early parts of the Old Testament okay. afterwards. Okay. It's really weird. Um,
1: Everything that I read from the message is like, and Jesus said, fucking hang loose, y'all. Yes. We're going to heaven.
0: That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Some lines from Philemon uh, are like, also to our sister Affia. To Archippus, a real trooper.
1: A real trooper?
0: And to the church that meets in your house. He also says, while here in jail, I fathered a child, so to speak. Mm. And here he is, hand-carrying this letter, Onesimus! With exclamation marks.
1: Oh my god. That totally changed. I fathered a child makes it very different. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so to speak.
0: Um. So here's something else I found out about the message while trying to look up some info about it. The message has a very, very famous quote unquote. fan. Okay. He's not, this is not quote unquote famous.
1: Okay. Is this Kirk Cameron?
0: No. Oh. Can you guess someone else? A famous fellow who is Christian.
1: Who loves the message.
0: You'll never guess him.
1: I'll never guess it? Then why'd you ask me to guess it?
0: Because it would be fun if you did.
1: Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs>
0: no. That's a decent guess though. Because it's actually Bono.
1: What? What? In a Bono's st- supposed to be Catholic. Is it Catholic?
0: <laughs> no. In Rolling Stone in December of 2001, Bono was asked about his favorite reading materials. Quote, there's a translation of scriptures, the New Testament and the books of wisdom that this guy Eugene Peterson has undertaken. It has been a great strength to me. He's a poet and a scholar oh and he's brought the text back to the tone God. in which the books were written.
1: What? The books were not like... Sup, y'all, you're a trooper. That is like not the tone that the books were written in.
0: Another line from from Philemon. This is my personal signature, Paul, and I stand behind it. (laughs) parentheses I don't need to remind you, do I, that you owe your very life to me (laughs) question mark. Which I feel like Well, that's
1: that's definitely (laughs) the spirit that it was written in. That's the spirit it was written in. That's true.
0: So in that way. can't argue with that. In this, he also describes when he's signing off, he says, Epaphras, my soulmate in the cause of Christ, says hello. Also, my coworkers Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke—just my coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, just like all the guys around the office.
1: Yeah, just just those dudes that I work with. You, I don't know if I can't remember if I mentioned them before. You and, may have heard of Luke.
0: And all—and the last line: "All the best to you from the Master, Jesus Christ."
1: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it um, gives it a real jolly, Bono. <laughs> real
0: jolly tone. Um, Apparently, Bono recited. Lines specifically from the Message translation before every show on like the Zouropa tour or something what?
1: like that. That's wild. And
0: people people noticed they were like and people I were know, like I know wow, that...
1: this is a fucked up version of the Bible. Yeah, what the fuck's like, he talking I about? I know that
0: verse, but that's like not a real translation. <laughs> Did you do that yourself? And he's like, no, it's from the Message. So there you go. The Message
1: wow.
0: is a thing, I guess. All
1: right. What uh, else you got?
0: I also have the Amplified Bible.
1: Ooh, I don't think I've heard of that one.
0: It's really, it's much less exciting than it sounds. Oh. <laughs> According to... I
1: thought it was going to be rock and roll.
0: It's weird. So it's from the 60s. And Aren't
1: we all, in a way?
0: Some of us are. I mean,
1: my opinion about this
0: <laughs> is that the 60s were a time of change in America. They
1: certainly were.
0: <laughs> but this one was created by Zondervan and something called the Lachman Foundation, which sounds very ominous to me. I
1: I don't know of the Lachman Foundation, but Zondervan makes, like, most Bibles. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay.
0: Do you know they're subsidiary of News Corp?
1: I didn't know that, but it makes perfect sense. Weird, right? Yeah.
0: Anyway, the apparent original design was to amplify the text... Sure. ...by using additional wording and a system of punctuation and other typographical features to bring out all shades of meaning.
1: Okay, I... Work as a copy editor. I do definitely believe in the power of punctuation to bring out shades of meaning. Uh, what do you got?
0: So this is the f- fourth fourth line of, the, of Philemon. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if you can figure out the parts that were amplified. <laughs> okay. All right. I thank my God always making mention of you in my prayers because I hear of your love and of your faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints, God's people. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective and powerful because of your accurate knowledge of every good thing which is ours in Christ. For I have had great joy and comfort and encouragement from your love because the hearts of the saints, God's people, have been refreshed through you, my brother. Now, Um,
1: it really sounds like letters beginning with A were amplified. It does. Words beginning with A.
0: It does sound like that. It's also, it makes it look so sarcastic and (laughs) shitty. Like, I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective and powerful mm. because of your accurate knowledge <laughs> of every good thing, which is ours in Christ. I just I'm really unclear about how somebody could spend any time at all on this project and not be like, why are we doing this? Like, how is this helping at all?
1: Well, I have um, another translation. Lay it on me. This is a uh, Tyndale's New Testament. Um, and it was, uh, written in 1534. So it predates the King James version. It's, um, it was kind of like the, the first like English language, uh, translation that was popular before King James. Okay. And, uh, if I open to Philemon, it's, it's titled the epistle of St. Paul unto Philemon. Um, and I'm just going to read you a short passage. Let me find it. Uh, he says, uh, I, Paul, have written it with mine own hand. I will recompense it so that I do not say to thee how that thou owest unto me even thine own self. Even so, brother, let me enjoy thee in the Lord. Comfort my bowels in the Lord.
0: I mean, that's a, that's a fair ask, I think.
1: Yeah comfort my bowels we don't we
0: don't talk enough about comforting each other's bowels these days
1: yeah i would say that's true even though like ibs is a bigger problem than ever mm-hmm. and like because of all
0: our f- fucked up gut ecologies yeah
1: like microbiomes mm-hmm. our microbiomes are all fucked because of like antibiotics and like capitalism <laughs> and like the I, top two causes yeah. <laughs> but seriously i read that like over half of people in Brazil have IBS is that true yeah that's what I read and I can't remember where but I bet it was true if I read it somewhere you know on what? the internet I think
0: you're right <laughs> I would take that bet I anyway
1: mean, I think that the Lord should comfort our bowels uh early and often
0: it's that's it is interesting because he's asking he's asking the he's asking Philemon to comfort his bowels right yeah but comforting your bowels is, I mean is unless he's asking for a fecal transplant yeah <laughs> I don't see how anyone else could ever comfort your brother. I don't think they bowels. had
1: invented that yet. Um, let me see. So that line in the NIV is...
0: Warm my cockles, brother.
1: Refresh my heart.
0: Refresh my heart. Stroke my goat, brother.
1: <laughs> Slurp on my girt. <laughs> uh, do you have any more translations for me?
0: I got one more, yeah. Okay, lay it on me. Um, it's called The Voice.
1: Oh, yeah, The Voice is another super, yeah, The Message type one.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, interestingly, developed by uh, a company called Thomas Nelson.
1: Never heard of it. Also
0: a subsidiary, subsidiary, why can I not say that word? Can you take me out back and shoot me?
1: <laughs> um, not for this, no.
0: Okay, thanks. Thanks for talking me off the ledge there. <laughs> I was really not happy with my mouth. I
1: I will refuse to murder you. For mispronouncing a word, yeah. This particular word. That's
0: why you're the one, you know?
1: (laughs) That's why we're married. Mm -hmm. It's like, who else would refuse to murder you for mispronouncing subsidiary? Nobody. That's something you can only get from me. I'm
0: pretty sure you're right. (laughs) Anyway, Thomas Nelson, also a subsidiary of News Corp. Great. And something called the Ecclesia Bible Society. Uh, A modern language dynamic equivalent translation. (laughs) The weird thing, so the language itself is not that weird. Okay. It's actually, it it feels sort of in line with the NRSV style a little bit.
1: More casual. A little
0: bit more casual. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not bad. But one thing they did do that was super weird is in the section where it says, uh, line four, I'm constantly thanking God for you in my prayers because I keep hearing about your love and faith toward our Lord Jesus and all those set apart for his purposes. Here's what I've been praying on your behalf.
1: Hmm.
0: And it inserts a prayer.
1: It inserts a prayer?
0: Thank you, Father, for Philemon. I pray that as he goes oh. and tells his story of faith, he would tell everyone so that they will know for certain all the good that comes to those who put their trust in the anointed one. What is yours? What does yours say? This would be line six or equivalent.
1: Uh, it's called a verse, not a line, first of all. Okay. Uh, I pray, First, that, I don't like I pray that. that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. So it's like, uh, instead of saying you're the message or the voice, the voice. instead of saying I pray that blah blah blah, it says I said this prayer, right? May you blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it sets it out from the text in a way that's supposed to indicate that that's what you should. Yeah,
1: pray. I actually once edited a book that was like, um. Christian marriage advice Mm -hmm. and she had um, like a Bible verse in at the beginning of each chapter and a bunch of them were from the message Mm -hmm. and I was always like how do I format this because it's like not real
0: (laughs) yeah so I was like a little weirded out by that I understand the point of a study Bible is to present the text and then tell you like here's how to pray Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm because I mean which would be good info for me if I were trying to be a Christian because I don't know how to pray yeah but
1: you just have to say the Lord's Prayer.
0: I think the line gets a little messed up when you just throw that stuff you right just, in the text, yeah, you know, yeah. and be like, "It's th- this is in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not in the Bible.
1: Yeah. That's a little iffy, considering how seriously people take the Bible and, like,
0: which wh- how
1: many denominations— <laughs> Who knew that
0: people took this thing so seriously?
1: <laughs> well, like, considering how many denominations, like, insist that the Bible is literally true, mm-hmm. you know, and, and 100% perfect, like— it's pretty iffy to go messing with it, you know.
0: On that note, to sort of wrap up our discussion of translations and everything, uh-huh. I was reading. translations,
1: uh, <laughs> as I call them.
0: Uh, come back later, Zlatan. <laughs> um, there's a line about. I'd people, rather be Zlatan. <laughs> about people misinterpreting the Bible in uh-huh. the Bible, of course. Uh-huh. Timothy four three
1: Just did it a couple of weeks ago.
0: Second Timothy, of course. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Yeah. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. Yeah. And that's from the New Living translation of that particular thing.
1: The next translation, it'll be like hashtag fake news. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. The fucking Trump edition of the Bible.
0: And it's so funny in in the era that we're at with such freedom of information that we have, relatively speaking, Mm -hmm. with the Internet and Mm -hmm. all. Um
1: these days, people, with the internet, st-
0: people still fighting about which is the best way to how what the best way is to interpret the Bible, and that has got to be a fight that's been going on for like thousands of years. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy to me.
1: Yeah. It is crazy. Um, you know what else is crazy? Us <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel for content.
0: Oh, that's not crazy. <laughs>
1: to fill up this. That's uh, what we're podcast. that's
0: literally the thing that we're not paid to do.
1: <laughs> and uh how is the podcast over yet?
0: <laughs> Not quite. Did I we did, do it? No, I did want to check in very briefly with the Boys Bible because <gasps> you know, Boys Bible, I'm, I'm uh, originally from at LeDuc Violet, yes, aka Greg, aka, AKA Greg. Greggy, aka Greggy. To be honest, we haven't really checked in on the Boys Bible as much yeah, as we, we should have.
1: Um, the Boys Bible is
0: I felt recently in my life uh-huh. that I wasn't growing to be a proud bible christian man Uh uh-huh the way i was supposed to Uh uh-huh and if i'm looking for wisdom about how to grow up and be a strong uh man
1: in in the faith
0: in the faith yeah i'm looking for the words because i'm still learning yeah
1: exactly we're all on a journey (laughs) Mm -hmm. we're all on a journey baby
0: then i needed to check with the source and that's the scorpion skateboard
1: the scorpion is a crab possibly
0: a crab (laughs) bible (laughs) why
1: did they put a crab on a skateboard
0: So we're going to check in on some of what the boys Bible thinks about some of the epistles and stuff.
1: Do you have anything from Philemon or uh,
0: interesting. Don't need it. We don't need it first of all because
1: they Didn't have anything about
0: We've done some fucking Digital monsters. Great work today. Oh, okay. Also because the call out is nearly identical to the one in the Faith Girls. Really? Yes, that you read. It's well, they're almost both, exactly the same. They
1: they were probably like produced in tandem. At Zondervan, so whatever.
0: One thing I do want to check in on is back from Romans here. Okay, we're going stepping back a stepping little.
1: Stepping back to the Romans Road,
0: but it doesn't matter when you learn it; it matters if you learn it. True. You know what I'm saying? We're all
1: on a journey toward Christ. The
0: call out is from the Get Smarter section.
1: Oh, and that's says, very similar to Oh, I get it. <laughs>
0: that's right. Except this is command because we got to get smarter. Yeah, we.
1: As do it. To,
0: yeah. Uh, it, it asks what movies are okay. <laughs> They didn't have movies in New Testament times, <laughs> Okay. but they did have theaters. Did Paul go to the theater? We don't know. <clears throat> but this guy could rattle off lines from about five Greek poets, and in 1 Corinthians 1533, Paul quotes a line from the comedy Thias mm. by the Greek writer Menander. Parentheses. Paul quoting a comedy play? Yup. Yup. So we know good, clean movies and comedies are in. <laughs> I don't really know how you okay. make that leap, but so that's okay.
1: I just want to tell you that, like, I was not allowed to, like, watch PG-13 movies before I was 13, and I was, like, never allowed to watch rated R movies, and when I was at a sleepover when I was, like, 12, uh, somebody, they wanted, everyone wanted to play Austin Powers, and I was like, no, this is inappropriate, I'm not allowed to watch this, and that's why I had no friends.
0: You know, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Did you ever end up seeing Austin Powers?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, many years later when it was um, age appropriate for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It doesn't really have enough like merit to be worried about your soul over, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. In the end, it was kind of a wash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it just says, you know. If the Bible doesn't say flat out if something is right or wrong, there's room for Christians to come to different conclusions. Mm. If you're having Well, to- that's
1: that's nice. That's nice first like that's a more flexible view than
0: although it does explicitly say avoid the raunchy humor of today's movies. Oh today's movies. Ephesians five four, which says
1: Go back to the Hayes Code. Don't
0: be vulgar. <laughs> is essentially what it says. Oh, and these are the best kind of call outs here. These are the ones that are called gross.
1: Oh yeah, and there's like um like a ooze, like orange ooze. Totally. This yeah. one's got a little
0: skunk on it, too. Oh a little skunk. <laughs> put a little skunk on it. <laughs> it says when Paul said he was treated like the scum of the earth in First Corinthians, the Greek word he used was so nasty <laughs> that it never appears again in the New Testament. Wow! Some believe it referred to the ashes of low life criminals who were sacrificed to please pagan gods. Wow. Yuck.
1: <laughs> put some skunk on that.
0: Yeah. That's my first reaction whenever I hear about human sacrifice. Is, I'm like, yuck, yuck, ugh. That is so that is nasty. like
1: getting slimed on Nickelodeon.
0: Now here we're we're back to the get a load of this call out, which astute listeners may remember is the, the scorpion skateboard. scorpion crab on yeah. a skateboard,
1: some sort of arthropod on a four wheeled conveyance. What is it doing?
0: It's still a mystery. It's like a fucking zodiac magic eye thing going on here. <laughs> Could I be Scorpio, could is. be Cancer.
1: <laughs> Depends um, on how you look at it.
0: During the reign of Augustus, there was a religious fanatic who protested, in quotes, by throwing himself into the fire and setting his body on fire. See First Corinthians thirteen three. If you were going to protest, wouldn't you rather carry a sign? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Some of the most oblivious I mean, shit like, I've ever seen. Jesus died, but okay. <laughs>
0: Jesus died. I mean, Buddhist monks, I think still to this day, occasionally protest by immolating themselves. But wouldn't you rather carry a sign?
1: I mean, Jesus literally died. But OK, sure. Yeah, I would. I would rather carry a sign than die. Uh, definitely. Doesn't I would. It
0: really seem like there's much insight in that call out. Um, blindness and light. Also, uh, now we're in get deeper territory. Okay. We got smarter earlier. Yeah,
1: now we're going to get deeper.
0: I think later we might get stronger.
1: What the fuck?
0: If you owned a computer game with ultra cool graphics but refused to plug in the monitor, do you think you enjoyed the game? Not likely.
1: No, probably not, no.
0: Unbelievers have a similar problem. Oh, no! (laughs) They can't see the light because their minds are blinded.
1: (gasps) Blind mind.
0: We as Christians can see the light. blinder blinder. Because our mental monitors are plugged into the gospel. Nice. The gospel message is the power and the light of God that cut through our darkness to let us see the truth. Great. It's lovely. Cool. Now one of our main jobs as men of God is to battle blindness with light by telling others about Jesus. Ask God, who can I bring the light to? How can I help tell others about Jesus? If you don't know how to explain the gospel well, you can learn how. Remember, you don't need to know everything. Share what you believe and what God has done in your life. There's power in that.
1: Dude, there's this verse that says like...
0: You know, I like the second half of that. I'm just like...
1: No, no, no. But like there's this verse that says like whenever like it's incumbent upon you to convert somebody. (laughs) This is not the wording from the Bible and I forget where it is. But like God will give you the words. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... As someone who was,
0: uh, well, was that not like Moses talking to his brother being like, I can't, I don't know how to speak publicly or whatever. Um,
1: no, it's in the new Testament. Okay. It like explicitly says like when you're spreading the gospel, if you're like at a loss for words, God will give you the words. Mm. Um, as someone who's extremely socially anxious, uh, and in high school had no idea how to like, uh, interact with humans. Uh, I was like, okay. I'm ready for God to give me the words. God never gave me the fucking words. I didn't convert anybody. Mm. (laughs) I had a lot of opportunities because I didn't know anyone else who was a Christian. And God never gave me those words. Mm. I'm sorry. Instead, I was just like, "Um, yeah, I don't know. I like go to church and stuff. It's cool. It's like Jesus was like pretty cool if you look at it. He was like, cool. Okay. I mean, but
0: like to a teen. Yeah. That's powerful rhetoric right there. (laughs) So That's was,
1: poetry to a T. I
0: was talking to my friend the other day, and she was telling me that Jesus is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Word on the street is I, like, if you look at it, it's pretty cool.
1: I, that was a big disappointment for me because that was one of the things that I expected would be like magical, you know, that I expected would be like very uh recognizable, like magic, and it never happened.
0: Also in the Bible.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible.
0: Jesus took away the power of the devil and his cronies. Get a load of this, by the way. Get a load of this. Through his death and resurrection, he had a victory parade like a Roman general leading captives through the streets. Colossians 2.15. Throwing treats to the crowds. What did Jesus give? Galilee gumdrops? Jerusalem jelly beans? No way. His gift was grace. Nice. Super good.
1: (laughs) I kind of love that. (laughs) Galilee gumdrops?
0: Jerusalem jelly beans. Nope. Grace. Nice. Anyway, we've caught up on Boy's Bible. Okay. I'm feeling more confident about becoming the big Bible man I was meant to be when yeah. I was a young scripture son. Yeah.
1: And your Bible muscles are flexing. They're pulsing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful, but that's how we grow.
0: Should we rate this book?
1: Oh yeah, we got to rate this book.
0: How would you rate this book, my dear?
1: Dude, I'm going to give it like five out of seven comforted bowels. Mm. This book is the only... (laughs) like We need this book to counteract slavery. Mm. (laughs) And it's uh, apparently become incumbent upon us to restate that slavery was bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently that's a little bit hard to do in the New Testament. I like this book. It doesn't get into a lot of... uh, doctrine about like substitutionary atonement or whatever that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. it's just like hey um do you think jesus would want us to own each other no okay bye i can get down with that how about you
0: i can also get down with that i would give it nine out of 12 beloved brothers okay because like you said it's paul ceasing the slavery of a human being
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: like sort of sort of by main force yeah just being like
1: just that alone is like a really good thing
0: yeah and that
1: paul did among a bunch of stupid things that paul did, you know yeah that that's unambiguously good
0: and uh i'm well i'm not as sure as you are i think based on our earlier discussion that you know it's a it's a rebuke To the idea of slavery in a Christian context?
1: Yeah. No, I don't think it's a rebuke to the idea of slavery per se. I just think it's a rebuke to Philemon personally.
0: I mean, and one thing I noticed when I was just looking at the text again to make sure I have my rating right, Mm -hmm. because I take this extremely seriously. As you should. Paul says to Philemon, he says, if he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. He doesn't talk about, you know, the loss of a slave being a value of itself Hmm. he's talking about a philemon stole Hmm. so he's like i'm phil not philemon of course i'm talking Uh, about Onesimus. yeah. yeah so the loss of Onesimus as a slave is not a material loss
1: yeah if he stole some other stuff
0: yeah so i think that's an important an important distinction i may have overlooked earlier interesting where in my mind paul was offering to compensate for the loss of a slave when in fact he's intending to compensate for any crimes that Onesimus committed. Anyway, I think Paul's doing a good thing, and it's very—it's a very Christian thing. <laughs> yeah. Because good job, it, Paul. Because it's supposed to be Christian to visit your friends in prison. Yes. And this is a this is a prison story. Yes. It's about being reborn in in prison and coming out and working alongside the people that were above you before to spread the word of Christ.
1: And you're all equals now in Christ.
0: And that's 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 an interesting story.
1: I agree. I like it. I agree. Good job, Paul, for once. Gonna give Paul two thumbs up on this one. Mhm. Using his passive aggression for good.
0: But it's time to crack that mailbag, <gasps> cuz it's not going to crack itself. Okay. And we tried. We spent a whole week waiting for it to crack itself. Yeah, we yeah tried, that was why we didn't have an episode last week. We
1: tried giving it treats. Yeah. You know, like positive reinforcement, we tried negative reinforcement, we tried, you know, punishing it when it didn't crack itself, but yeah.
0: The mailbag didn't get to watch Riverdale this week, Yeah, and and it was really upset.
1: Yeah, and Riverdale was really good this week, too, so. No. (laughs) Riverdale is never good in any way. Uh, Listener Chelsea wrote in, she was heavily involved with her church as a child, but left when they had problems with her coming out as gay. Um, She also says that we've inspired her to work on a book podcast with her wife, so... Everyone, go listen to that. Even though I don't know what the name of it is or if it's out yet, just
0: Google book podcast.
1: Chelsea, wife, wife. Um, she also sent us a parrot named Curtis to curse or bless at our discretion. She described it as a parrotlet. A parrotlet. Uh, we've decided parrots are mischievous like cats and therefore need to be cursed. Mm-hmm. There's uh, no
0: judgment on on the parrots themselves. It's they're, just they're fine pets, I'm sure. Parrots as a class,
1: mm-hmm. um problem is there aren't really any curses in the book of philemon so the closest i could get was and one more thing prepare a guest room for me (laughs) because it seems like having to put paul up is probably like pretty inconvenient as people who annoying
0: guard our our home life and and privacy pretty well that does sound like a curse
1: i mean i would not say that i guard my privacy well in any way but
0: not on the internet, but in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or in the other real life. The
1: Yeah, the other real life. The
0: f- f- meat space, let's say.
1: Yeah. IRL.
0: Our listener Jordan, a.k.a. at Killing You Guy on Twitter, wrote in and said, among other things, excuse me, but let the bodies hit the floor, a.k.a. bodies, was by Drowning Pool, not disturbed, off their seminal album Sinner. Now.
1: That was your error.
0: That was my error. When this email came in. I was devastated (laughs) to have gotten such a simple fact so wrong. And I apologize unreservedly. It
1: doesn't sound like Disturbed, really.
0: Now you're going to pile on, too? Yeah. When I'm at my lowest moment?
1: Yeah. Plus, as Killing You Guys says, Disturbed would never make a Christian song because their singer is very open about being Jewish.
0: And let the bodies
1: hit the floor is so clearly Christian.
0: And I was thinking he's very open about being Jewish. He doesn't he doesn't hide it like most Jews do. (laughs) (laughs) He also writes, I'd imagine that you guys must be pretty embarrassed. We are about this huge mistake. Just me. You've made So I won't make fun of you anymore for it.
1: Well, you should make fun of Nico for it because it was a terrible error.
0: He also sent us his dog Smokey to bless a second time. It only works once, but we'll do it again just for show. We
1: can throw him in. Uh, Our listener Samara or Samara, perhaps Samara, sent us her parents' dogs to bless. A German shepherd named Freya and a tiny floppy black lab puppy named Finn. Also, my brother has a little lab shepherd mix Mm -hmm. for us to bless that's also extremely floppy. His name is Morty. So, uh, Smokey, Freya, Finn, and Morty, I give you this blessing. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you dogs have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people.
0: Beautifully said. That does it for the show today. Um, If I have one request to ask of you, our lovely listeners, it would be... To leave us a nice little review on iTunes.
1: Yes, or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called. These days.
0: You can be a good person, and that's unrelated to this show, but you can also help people find the show.
1: Yeah, and that's a form of being a good person. Mm -hmm.
0: You could be like our listener, JDOD or MD, great name, um, who gave us 31 out of 31 spooky skeletons. Ooh, a
1: Halloween rating. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at SunSchoolDrop. Drop.
0: You can also follow us on Facebook by looking for Sunday School Dropouts or at Sun
1: School Drop. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Lauren E. O'Neill. O'Neill spelled with an A like Shaquille spells it.
0: And I'm on Twitter at Nico Bakulich. N I K O B A K U
1: L I C H.
0: You can also
1: <laughs> email us at contact at Sunday School Dropouts. Dot L-O-L, that's contact at com. We are not responsible for any emails sent to that address and whatever scams you may encounter there.
0: I guarantee you're getting scammed. <laughs>
1: you're getting scammed.
0: <laughs> uh want to thank, as always, Elise Carlton for our logo and original art.
1: And I thank Nico, as always, for his editing, sound engineering, and musical skills
0: and you're always welcome thank you we'll be back next week with more bible or bible adjacent material i'm lauren and i'm nico love you
1: (laughs) we'll see you sunday bye